1: Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.
0: Are you a lifelong fan of
1: General Hospital? Are you a new fan who wants to know more about the history of the show? Do you enjoy talking about the show with others? Do you find yourself yelling at the TV? Is your self-care an hour a day in Port Charles? If so, we invite you to join hosts, Amanda Kimmel and Shannon Coach, at the place where all the hidden conversations take place and secrets are revealed. Meet us at Pier 54, a General Hospital fan podcast.
0: Hello. Hi.
1: Welcome to the General Hospital recap for November 7th through 11th. Oh, it's (laughs) 7-Eleven. Sorry. Let's get some Slurpees. (laughs) Pause real quick while we go make some... (laughs) Slushies, Slurpee. Okay, which one is it? Slurpee and a Slushie are different. No, Icy or slushy.
0: Yes, Icy and slushy. Which one do you prefer? Icy all the way.
1: Yes.
0: Icy all the way.
1: Yes, 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 yes. Me too. All right, so didn't really have very much going on with Port Charles Pipeline, but last, so last weekend we recorded differently. We recorded Saturday morning. You were at your girls weekend. We recorded Saturday morning. So then Sunday... I wound up having a stupid migraine yeah. from like half the day Saturday, pretty much spent the day in bed Sunday. But during that bedtime was, I was able to catch the Instagram live that Johnny Wactor World was having with Johnny Wactor. Fun. And so that was a lot of fun. And as you know, if you have been listening to the show for any length of time, I like to catch the books in the background. Yes. So I'm sitting there trying to figure out Okay. Is his background a zoom background or is it like a actual book background? So I watched a shadow and <laughs> I sound crazy. <laughs> I watched a shadow. We're not stalking.
0: It's okay.
1: I wanted to see if it was real and it was real. So I typed the question. I was like, what's up? What books do you have in the background? And yeah. a few other people asked too. And he said that he had, cause a lot of them were on their side, but there's also different ways of storing books that people have. Some do it by color. Some do it by. Size. Some do it alphabetically. I do by subject alphabetically. And oh. do you want to know how my books
0: on my bookcase are? They're just, <laughs> just pushed <on> there. in <laughs> the bookcase.
1: So anyway, he said that he had a lot turned around because he reads opposing views to understand both sides, oh. and he didn't want anyone to see what they were and be offended. and assume anything. But he reads both sides so that he can have a better understanding of both sides, which I absolutely love. yes
0: i thought that that was great so although it'd be kind of fun to keep two opposing views right next to each other so people are like what is he doing right (laughs) because he's on this side and this side right
1: exactly so i thought that was or if one is more but i think that he might have also been looking like at at the balance like if he didn't have one right two books each opposing each other but like more seemed to be this way and less seemed to be this way yeah it's always better to protect yourself smart man but very smart man His mom and his grandmother joined and they were adorable. That's so sweet. And he calls his grandma to mom and she watches general hospital. But before that she had watched Bold the beautiful and young and the restless, but she still watches GH because he got her hooked on it. So she started watching it just because of him. And then he's like, do you still watch now that I'm not on? She's like, listen, you got me hooked. (laughs) And then he asked for an update on Sasha's storyline. Oh my gosh. That's adorable. Yep. And then Johnny Wachter World's account, I don't know. I couldn't remember if she did this on her own or if it was like herself and a few of the other top fans of the account mm-hmm. chipped in to do this. But they bought him. So did you know that you can buy a one-inch square of Scotland? No. Yes. You then can become a lord. Or Oh, I think I have seen those Facebook so ads. Okay. They bought him a one-inch square of Scotland. And now he is Lord Johnny Wactor. That is adorable. And so we need to check his IMDb, see if he's got that updated <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> yet. But she has been so cute making like little memes. But she has actually broke down the Facebook, not Facebook Live, the Instagram Live into little segments too. So that she's posting like one question and then his response oh, on it. So nice. go check out Johnny Wactor World. I know he's not on the show anymore, but it was a great interview. He was He was just so, so sweet. And it was sweet. So go check out Johnny Wacker worlds. I guess that would have been November sixth. Yeah. But she's been breaking it up into little pieces. So it was fun. That is sweet that he had his grandma and his mom on. Yes. I don't think there's anything else either. Okay. Oh, somebody messaged us that Charles Shaughnessy is actually the fifth Baron Charles Shaughnessy here. This episode is what's everybody's royalty. (laughs) I didn't even think about that whenever. Well, let me pull that up real quick. Fun fact, Victor Cassadine is really the fifth Baron Shaughnessy via Montreal, where William DeVry is also from. That is cool. That is really cool. Oh, and sent a, hold on, also sent the Wikipedia page and it says Baron Shaughnessy of the city of Montreal in the dominion of Canada and of Ashford in the country of Limerick And then blah, 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 blah. The title is currently held by his great-grandson, the actor Charles George Patrick Shaughnessy, 5th Baron Shaughnessy. That is very cool. So what other royalty do we have to talk about this (laughs) week? Oh, I guess there was a little bit. could do quick Hulu headlines. Go ahead. Esme gets creative on Monday. Meh. Tuesday, Scott gets a blast from the past. Meh. Wednesday, Cody makes a big decision. Yeah. Thursday, Liz is in danger. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Okay, we'll get there. And on Friday, Brick confides in Austin. I don't know that she confided. He kind of called her out, but we'll get there. But still, she didn't. Okay, well, yes, we will get there. So I did have one thing that I was thinking of last week when we were talking about the Liz and her parents. Um, Elizabeth Weber's birthday is either November 1st or 3rd. Oh. They didn't even wish her a happy birthday.
0: Nope. Not even a, hey, you're 41 now. How was your birthday? How was your birthday? I'm surprised you're here, not at home celebrating your birthday with your boyfriend. Right. So, I don't know. Maybe it's been so long they just forgot. That that could be true. (laughs) I mean, I don't know how you forget (laughs) your kid's birthday, but sure. I'll give them the benefit.
1: I don't know. All right. So, we don't have to start there, but. Well, unless you, you get... want, to, I was gonna say, unless we want to just stick with Liz, sure we
0: can stick with Liz. She went home, so we didn't see anything with her parents this week. No, the parents were done and over with. She went home. She talked to Cam, mm-hmm. and he told her he did. I was so happy. So I thought of you when he I really watched reminds that. me of my
1: son because yeah. I can see mine, and I always tell my kids you get more in trouble for lying than what the
0: lie is about. That is very There's true. There's still consequences to what you did. And the biggest thing is that then you have a chance at earning trust back because you were honest about it. If I find out later, then nope, Mm -hmm. not happening. But yes, he told Liz, hey, I had Joss stay the night. And she was so traumatized by what she had learned. She was like, all right, thanks for being honest with me. And it just kind of blew over. So that was nice. And then she was
1: honest with him too, though, and was like, well, I saw my parents. So
0: yeah, Yeah. he was kind of like yeah i kind of figured it was a quinky dink the spa was in the same town that grandma and grandpa lived so yep she didn't really go into detail with him she was just kind of no. like yeah and I'm, wh- what I'm was not she gonna tell you, you right? like, i found out that i accidentally killed someone even though i did not i accidentally killed finn's wife in a roundabout way but she so didn't I, she didn't but i can understand her guilt i can understand her guilt except for i don't like whenever she keeps wording it that way like it was my fault i killed her i pushed her down the stairs you didn't push her down the stairs she fell but
1: she also now doesn't even know what to believe because if they lied about that true
0: what else could they be yeah lying about so she called terry and terry didn't answer so then she started thinking about nicholas before even that's our prince that's who we're talking about this week prince nicholas and then finn showed up i liked their interaction i did too.
1: I don't know how I feel about the fact that he turned around and left and said, I'm sorry. I feel like of anyone on the show, he is the character that would be like, listen, you were a teenager. You just, uh, he has to digest what he has learned about his wife. I 100%. Exactly. But I think
0: I, he's going to get there, but I think that he did well with not blowing up at yes, her yes. or saying any of the negative thoughts that had to be running through his mind. hundred percent. Instead, he was just like, I'm sorry, kissed her on the forehead and turned around and walked See, out. I did like that because that was at least, all right, I, I really just can't talk about this right now. Yeah. You know, I mean, how would you, how would you talk about that? Exactly. Because she's like, I killed your wife. I pushed her down the stairs and he's like, yeah, she said she fell on the steps. That's not what she died of. And she was like, yeah, I know. But then she needed this blood transfusion and that's what gave her Blackwoods. And now she's dead. So it's all my fault. I don't think that he's going to see it that way,
1: though. No. Because exactly like Terry said, she could have contracted it anywhere thousands of other ways while they were there. Yes. You know, I think that he's just going to have a bit of trouble. Right. He needs (gasps) a big story. He needs time to digest that. I was just thinking, what if Hayden came back and helped him process all of that? No.
0: Well, I still like him and Hayden better. I like him and Hayden better, too. God knows I've said I don't like him with Elizabeth. But Elizabeth deserves her own storyline to like yes. run its course here. Yes. Where he needs to come to the conclusion that... It was a lot to process, but no, hey, you were a teenager and you didn't really push her down the steps. You guys were struggling. It was an
1: accident either way, even if she did wind up giving a shove. Right. To some degree. Right. It wasn't, wasn't... I'm going to push
0: you down the stairs and hope that you die. It was just get off me. We're arguing. Right. So I think that that's where he's going to come. But I felt bad seeing him sit on the office floor crying. I know. I thought Shannon would like to come visit you and make you feel better. I just want to (laughs) cuddle.
1: I'll cuddle.
0: So, poor Finn. Yes. Poor Elizabeth. And then Elizabeth goes to talk to um, Nicholas and just kind of get her feelings out there about, oh, no, I feel awful. Because he knew her when she was a teenager. So, that's like going to help or whatever. And then she encounters Esme and, boom, now she's on the ground. But where was she? Where was she?
1: Mm -hmm.
0: She was on the pier. Which one? Was it Pier 54 or 55? It was 55. Okay. See, I didn't. So, yeah, so that is that. where the launch, this is what we just talked about two
1: weeks ago, but that's the thing. They would have filmed these scenes before we did our waterfront yeah. breakdown and we were so, wait a second, Pier 54 used to be Pier 55, but now mm-hmm. everything is saying that the launch is Pier 55, but it didn't seem like it. And you were very adamant that no, it is 54. I think that Liz solidified now it's 55. And that's well, it's launch.
0: definitely fifty-four to get on the Haunted Star. Yes. So as long as we get to keep one of them, that's fine. We but will stick
1: with that. The fifty-four is the Haunted Star, and I'm sorry, you just have to accept that fifty-five <sighs> is the launch to Spoon Island. I, I don't like it, but I'm sorry. I
0: it, don't like. They kind of really. They did. They did. They it, it sealed the deal yeah. today. Yeah, I had to even think-
1: though it. But, In a way, you're not wrong because as we saw the two photos, when Anna was shooting
0: Carlos there, it was Pier 54. Yeah. So
1: you're not entirely wrong.
0: The like garage door looking thing that says Pier 55 is off to the side on 55. On 54, it's dead on. Yes. So I should have known right away that that was 54, but I guess I figured it wasn't I guess I figured it wasn't fifty four, it was fifty five because it didn't catch my attention. And normally when it's fifty four, I'm like, Hey, hey that's here." Awesome. so anyway, yeah, she fell and I thought that she was going to like get in her head about everything that had happened when she was a kid and like kind of black out and lash out and hurt Esme. <gasps> and I was like That would have been great. Yeah you know how it like showed her all fuzzy, yes. it showed Esme fuzzy. I wanted sure, her to like please like whoosh and throw Esme in the water like for real or something and instead she was just knocked out and...
1: oh that would have been great
0: yeah I would have written it like that
1: but okay I mean if she ha- if she hurt Chase it's reasonable to think she would hurt Esme especially after what Esme did to her son yeah yeah but now everyone knows that Esme's around mm-hmm so so she called the police. That's how everyone knows. She's like, oh, hi, Esme Prince is on
0: Pier 55. Thank goodness she got that out. Yes, before she passed out or whatever. But I was glad that Nicholas didn't call the police, even though it all came out anyway. Because that hook was obviously not the hook person. And then he picked it up and was like, oh, yeah, this is from our stables. Like, hmm it was Esme. Don't call and say you have the hooker at your house because you don't. But...
1: I'm glad that nothing really happened to him.
0: I was disappointed with him. I felt like he knew there was someone in there or coming or whatever. And he went to grab the the fireplace, whatever. The post. But he didn't even really, like, swing. Like, whenever she went to hit him, he was like, well, all kind of discombobulated. I didn't like it. I wanted to see him hit her. Knock her out. And then call. Maybe he wasn't expecting
1: he probably was expecting someone to be there, but probably maybe more brooding, more, and maybe he was just startled by the petiteness. Maybe. But he already knew that she had escaped. Yeah. So he should have been assuming expecting it was her. her. Yeah. Never right. mind.
0: Yeah. I thought he was just going to like pick up the poker to defend himself. But once whoever came towards him that he was going to whack him. Yeah. And, but I guess that would have made more sense if it was the actual hooker. Then Esme, because again, he's not going to call the cops on Esme because he's trying to keep her hidden. Yes.
1: And I like that Laura went to Windermere and told Victor. Well, first of all, Victor shows up and is like, hi, I'm moving in. Right. I mean, we already knew he was moving in. He said that a few
0: weeks ago, but. But Nicholas keeps saying, no, that's not necessary. And he's like, oh yeah, the house is big enough. I can live here. It's fine. No, if I didn't invite you to live with me, please don't move in. Yeah. But yeah, I did love Laura. <laughs> She talks the way that I would like to talk if I was doing something to make someone angry like that. She didn't say anything nasty to him. She went the other way and was like, "I was just being a good grandma. The yeah. way you would be a good grandpa. We want to make sure that Charlotte's okay." And she was so homesick. I just had to bring her home. And then Victor's like, "But I thought Valentine was going to see her." And she's like, "Yeah, he's home
1: too. That's right. Just state the facts. Uh huh. Sometimes the facts are threatening enough.
0: Yeah, kill the that- kindness. It was great. Yes."
1: I felt like she was slightly hypocritical, though, when she was talking about how Leslie and Martello have their new house on Lake Cuomo. They send their love. And Nicholas was like, oh, send them my love back. And she's like, you have a phone. Well, so do they, apparently. If if he can reach them by phone, then they also have a phone to reach him.
0: Yeah, but he's the grandson. He's supposed to check on the grandparents.
1: And the grandma can call him, too. It's not like... That I was just like, but, but if they, if he has a phone to call them, then they also have a phone to call him.
0: No, I'm going to disagree with you there because I feel like as grandparents get older, they don't want to bug their grandchildren. They think that they have this better things to life. do. It doesn't matter. No.
1: I feel, yeah, he could have called. I don't know. I guess I'm weird that I just used to always text my gram. That was just like a daily.
0: No, that's not weird, but that was you. But she would and then call she would and text me. No, but she reached out to me too. Before texting, my grammy called me. My kids call my mom way more than my mom calls my kids. She loves whenever she gets to talk to them, but she expects that if there's something they want to tell her that they're going to call her because she views calling them in the middle of their very busy days is annoying to them. And I mean, I tell her that it's not, but I feel like that's just the disposition of as you get older, you feel more like you don't want to bother people. I'm probably not going to be very, that kind of grandma. I was going to say, I'm like, I had a very <laughs>
1: different relationship than with mine. So maybe that's why I don't understand that because I could not picture her not
0: calling me. I feel like your so, relationship with your grandma was more like a mom-daughter relationship. So. Yes. My mom has that's no good. problem calling me <laughs> and annoying me, which I, I am actually grateful for, but. Yeah, she doesn't think about. But she time never annoyed me. me. Yeah, and stuff. You know what I mean. She'll call it nine a.m. or she'll call it eleven at night. It doesn't matter. It's I wanted to talk to you. Whereas with the kids, right. she waits. So okay. anyway, now that you yeah. know how we speak to our family members, let's move on. Oh, and Nicholas told her that he cheated. I'm glad there was a lot of honesty this week. There was a lot of honesty, but I was super, super, super proud because it just leads into it of Spencer being like, no. Ask my dad. I'm not uh-huh. going to tell you. Yep. You need to speak to him because as a younger person, it would have been really fun to be like, oh no, he's he slept with my girlfriend. Okay. That right. wasn't just whatever. And instead he was smart enough to turn it around and be like, oh no, grandma, why don't you ask your son what Esme has to do with it? Mm-hmm. Cause that is going to be
1: great. Yeah. I'm just going to say it. Cause I was actually thinking about it earlier. Part of me kind of slightly. Obviously, Esme got pregnant on purpose, right? Or do you think that it was? I think it was an accident, planned. Okay, then never mind. I was—I had a whole thought, and I was—that was making me feel bad for her. But no,
0: if it was not planned, I don't feel bad. I feel like if it was planned, that she would have hooked up with Spencer and then turned around the following day and hooked up with Nicholas just to make sure that she could get pregnant by a castedon. But it's Spencer's baby because she said something about your grandfather when she
1: was talking about Nicholas a few weeks ago. Oh, I missed that. I'm almost positive that she said something. Cause it was when she called it ace and I had no idea. Cause you said it meant it was her ace in the hole. And I'm like, I did not go there that she was calling it her ace in the hole. Yeah. Because he said, she said something about grandfather. So unless she was talking about Victor.
0: Oh, I thought she was talking about Ryan.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. Ryan would be the grandfather. Okay. Okay. I took that
0: to mean that it was Spencer's. Okay. Never mind. (laughs) I felt like she was talking about between the fact that you're my ace in the hole and that grandpa's going to protect us because he's crazy that she was talking about Ryan. But I could could be wrong. Either way, I feel like if it would have been on purpose, though, that she would have made sure to hook up with both of them and... Be able to be pretty certain that if it worked, it was definitely going to be a Cassidy baby. But because, as far as I remember, it it happened, and as much as she planned it, she didn't plan it. It wasn't like they had already hooked up a couple of times, and she was like, "Oh, now we're going to definitely hook up on this day because right. that's where it should happen." It was just a, "Oh, they hooked up, and now she's pregnant." Okay, so, but again, I could be wrong.
1: My train of I, thought went I feel somewhere. Like she just
0: lucked into it or unlucked into it I'm not sure
1: how we view it at this point well that's where I was going to feel bad is that if she felt that she needed to do that because she does have issues like she has she's a yeah. very hurt little girl yes and I mean there are similarities with Nell and everything but I, Esme is vindictive whereas I feel like Nell was just evil like I I truly don't I'm gonna get so much flack for this yeah. Probably, I don't think that Esme is like super super evil I think that she honest to goodness. Does not know how to actually interact with. Well, I guess you could say the same thing about Nell. Never mind. Again,
0: <laughs>
1: we're not going into this.
0: I think. I guess I was just having I, a lot I, of empathy this week. Yes, and- yes. You were being so kind. <clears throat> I feel like with Esme, it depends on who she's interacting with. With certain people like Spencer, I think she was using the I don't care. I'm just trying to get what I want as a cover up when she really did want him to fall in love with her and That's for them to yeah. be together. But then the other awful things that she does, I think she's pulling from her dad, Ryan, like I can be just as crazy as you can watch this because she wants to make daddy proud. <laughs> okay. So she got out the window, which obviously was a wall. I was surprised that those sheets held I've never tied sheets together and tried to escape from a second, third, fifth, I don't know how tall the towers are, story window and she apparently did it and then walked on the ledge. That and happens didn't die. on the
1: movies all the time.
0: I know it does, but in most movies it's supposed to be a comedy scene and so they end up falling apart at the last second and they're like, Oh my gosh, oh my gosh, how am I gonna get down? Oh no, I thought I thought it was just like a thing. Oh, okay. I don't know. <laughs> Remember, wasn't it Max that was trying the different stunts? Falling down the so stairs. Falling down the stairs. And stuff. Max! Do not tie your <laughs> sheets together. Do not. <laughs> Sorry, Sarah and Rocky. <laughs> Make sure you, like, flip through that part, maybe. Don't He's You've already know. seen it. True. So, anyway. no. Instead I was of impressed. falling down the stairs. Oh, yeah. Hide the sheets. Mm-mm. I was surprised that she came in the house, though. Like, obviously, you escaped on the outside. Like out the window, down the balcony, whatever, on the outside. So why would you come inside? Yeah. I would have gone straight to the launch or the underground tunnels that she's obviously well aware of. And when she came into the house, I thought she was going to go in the catacombs and she didn't.
1: Oh yeah. But that would have been really interesting. Because how did she get because she said that the launch was staying on the island? That's what she said to Liz, right? She was like, I don't think Nicholas is
0: going to be allowing the launch. Right. So, how did she get there? Exactly. Did she just have like a little boat? I don't know. That's what I would like to know. Because you know that the launchman was not like, "Oh, hey, Esme, jump in, let's go." Right. So, even before Nicholas shut it down, yeah. I feel like they don't just let random people go walk the Casadine Island. So you have to have a purpose. And Esme obviously is evil. So they were not just letting her come and go as she pleased.
1: So on Thursday's episode of the 411, we're actually going to be interviewing Marcus Coloma. Perhaps we should be asking him how he feels about the security of Windermere. Yes. Let's ask him that. Like, well. Excuse me. Have you ever questioned like. Your launchman. Why do people going? keep being able to attack me? Right. Like, why don't I have security cameras? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't wait to hear his answer. He's we're, like, we're going to ask. I don't know. <laughs> I know that we frequently actually don't really stick a lot on the show but that's a question i want to ask is, That They're is, like, have question. you ever thought <laughs> oh man have you ever just gone to the writers and been like hey listen
0: i, I understand the whole world castle. has ring cameras now right. why is it that i don't have some type of even if it's not a super sophisticated system like sunny has at least some ring cameras like you don't even have to hardwire them to the house you can just write on right <laughs> exactly they're removable they can be
1: temporary yeah they won't mess up i'm sure that he could definitely pay for ones to be more aesthetically pleasing i'm sure that would just match the gargoyles oh my gosh you could be in the gargoyles is not yes yes <laughs> i was gonna to you. <laughs> the look on your face is yes he like said it <laughs> yes 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 <laughs> can we join us on thursday
0: as we propose that <laughs> can we I buy a plastic gargoyle and a ring doorbell <laughs> and assemble it and just send it to him after this like here you go we got you back <laughs> oh my goodness okay <sighs> oh okay You want to donate to our gargoyle slash ring <laughs> camera fund email us at peer54podcast <laughs> at gmail.com
1: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash people today. So I guess from there, we could just stick with Laura seeing Spencer and about how Cyrus came in and mentioned Olivia Jerome. And about was how so she's excited anticipating
0: for Anna. I was so excited for you. Whenever I know it's not. Oh my god! Well, our girl Ashley loves Tanya Walker. Yes, I was happy for her. <laughs> Who is it that you love? That it's on my like the tip of my brain, and I can't. Faith, faith. Roscoe. Faith. Yes, and my brain was like, "Oh, it's not Faith, but that's okay because she's still going to be excited. Bring in the old school back, but." I like that
1: they're making that connection that, you know, Olivia is supposed to be in Pentonville, right? Yes. And Anna is supposed to be being transferred to Pentonville. Mm-hmm. And she doesn't like Anna very much. No.
0: At no, all. No, no, no. At all. But. Anna. That. I. Okay. She's not coming to Pentonville anytime no. soon. No. <laughs> so you don't got to worry about it. I. I think my favorite part about all of that was Heather because she's like, yeah, Anna, I'm going to ride with you because the other car is broken down. So they send the second guard and then um, Dex drives past where Anna's supposed to get dropped off to take Heather first And then other guards like, wait a second, which I didn't feel like that was actually a tip off. Like maybe you're trained a different way because I've never been a security guard. I would imagine that they definitely have to stick to protocol. I would have thought that protocol would have been get rid of the more dangerous passenger first so that there's less chance that something's going to happen. And I think that that would be a fair assumption. If like, if I'm. In the van and you are trying to help me escape, if you hear that the plan is stop at Anna's stop first, then there's a chance you're going to be waiting there for me. So yes. when they're getting Anna out, you can ambush and let me escape. So if they switched it up and took me first, it would spoil my plan. I agree. So that, yeah, I would have said, I don't trust Heather because she's the crazier of the two inmates. I'm going to take her first and then backtrack to Anna's and, it's and then safe. go. I mean, like right. you just said, like she would, keep the crazier to person less time.
1: And why wasn't she? Oh, I guess they don't do that anymore. I don't know. I don't know if it's, cause I thought that they actually attached them to the vehicle or is that just how it used to be done? I have no idea, but I thought they attached them to the vehicle also. I don't know. I, I don't know why they didn't get rid of the other guard though.
0: Yeah. I, I don't know how any, I don't know. I don't know why they only... The only only person that I ever knew that would transport people that needed to be handcuffed that was not, like, it was in his job as a constable, not as a police officer, there is a difference there, Mm -hmm. was my ex. He had a car with a cage, like a police car, it was an old police car, and he would handcuff their hands, and then he had the longer shackles Mm -hmm. for their feet, and that was how he would take them about. So... But they weren't secured to the vehicle. They were not secured exactly. to the vehicle. So All right. There you go. That's all I can give you.
1: So anyway, <laughs> before all of that happened, I love that Valentine just comes up, talks to Finn, and is like, so we gotta move this thing along a little bit more, and then Valentine calls Sunny, and then Finn apparently is totally fine with Valentine appearing to be him. First of all, Valentine went to go visit Anna and they're making out between the bars, and that was super cute.
0: Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Has it been your dream to make out with someone between the police bars? Because I feel like the the germs on that. Well... That's true. But they were just like. <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay. And then Valentine had a badge that said Dr. Hamilton Finn on it. Yes. So that he could be Finn. And then they took them down to. He took Anna down to meet Dex who had assumed responsibility for. Mm-hmm. oh but i also love that finn ordered a blood test yeah, and they
0: actually legit did it so that way they couldn't be like why were well, they at the hospital yep. yes so they get in the car and they drive and dex says i'm going to pass where anna needs to go because i'm going to take heather first which again made sense to me and then other guard is like oh my gosh you must be a plant and so he grabs his goes to grab the steering wheel and then grabs his gun and poor dex got shot and i felt bad because he was just trying to follow orders. Yeah. And then Heather escaped. And I love that the first place, only place that she went to was Kelly's for a BLT.
1: Again, okay, so Robin Matson actually did post on social media saying it feels great to be missed. She's actually had a knee surgery and is having hip replacement surgery yes. also. So even though she also retired six years ago, she's also got that going on. So I feel like she might not have even been able to have been talked out of retirement retirement right. for this and i that, just really hope that there is an actual reason why she's back and then it makes sense we've talked about this that it makes sense for the storyline that heather couldn't have been not there right you know yeah and then i wrote does she even have money and then
0: at the end yep she was like sorry cam i can't pay for this and he's like that's that's okay just get out of my restaurant please because he i loved his reaction to her. it was like i know i need to talk to you like a sane person because i don't want you to go crazy go crazy but i'm kind of scared that you're gonna go crazy and so he like kept his distance and they talked about franco
1: i thought that was so sweet and because i mean franco would visit her and he she would he would share about them and she's like he talked about you guys so much yes
0: and that was a definite nice switch up after she had just talked to finn and been like elizabeth is words that we don't use on this and <laughs> I, know, um, and I <laughs> she should not be trusted and blah 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 and she has lots of male companions and blah 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 but she didn't say any of that to cam she no. was just like franco loved you you have franco's eyes and he was like you know we're not related right. biologically and she's like no but his spirit is in you and it is all good i like that i yeah. thought that that was mm-hmm. yeah heather has a few minutes of redeeming qualities i think that kelly's so,
1: should look to expanding because i mean cam's brought fries to pentonville apparently Darkham doesn't have really good menus right perhaps kelly's could have a catering service that <laughs> Just to the inmates. They have, they go to Pentonville, they go to Darkham and they have their, that's the cafeteria food is also from Kelly's. Maybe like
0: one day a month. You can get some decent there we food. Go.
1: When I was little in elementary school, one of the girls that was in my grade, grandfather owned the local Pizza Hut. And so our school was like our elementary school was the first one to have like Pizza Hut Fridays. Oh, that's And then it cool. became a district wide thing that Pizza Hut would be on Fridays but it was only like one Friday a month. But then whenever you got to high school, it was every Friday with Pizza oh, Hut Friday. Wow. Did your school do that? No. That's funny because the Pizza Hut was actually in your school district. No,
0: but yeah. So, but so Dex made it to the quarter mains. Right. He's looking for Michaels and be like, Hey, working that job for Sonny because you told me to. I got shot. Can you help me? And instead he runs into Joss who helped him. She and did. She talked about Annabelle. So he
1: remembered that there's dogs. There is dogs. Because it's Annabelle the second. And I was like, wait a second. How did Annabelle wind up being at the Quartermains? Because I forgot. And it was Annabelle too was a dog that Franco Baldwin tried to give to a baron Nina Reeves. Remember he tried to give her the puppy instead of a baby. Because those are the same. And then to Jake Spencer. Finally, Monica Quartermain takes in the dog for the Quartermain Mansion groundskeeper so all the
0: children can visit. Yes. So that was sweet. That was how the grandkids started spending way more time at Monica's house, right? Because they of the dog. wanted to go play with the dog. Yep. So that was nice. I liked that whenever Joss was stitching him up, that she was like, "Here, just talk to me. Like, let's whatever." And then he was asking about surfing, and she's like, "Oh yeah, I've been doing it since I could like walk. I don't know how you do it. I just do it." Right. I thought, yeah, pretty much. I mean, she was pretty much on a surf. What'd she say?
1: Like, I don't know how I learned how to walk. I don't know how I learned how to surf. Like, I've been doing both pretty much the yeah my entire same amount life. Yep, so and then she wound up taking him to her dorm Mm -hmm.
0: and telling Trina that they have bed bugs. I felt like that was weird that she even said anything to Trina though, because last week Jordan just told both of them to stay away from the dorms and to live at home. Yeah. So why would Trina be going back to the dorm when she's already moved back in? Maybe just to stop
1: by to pick something up. Because the way that the way that Joss sounded, it wasn't like she was coming to stay. It sounded like, are you gonna be stopping by? Because Maybe. they're fumigating, so you just definitely don't even want to be here at all. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. But
0: yeah. And now Kylie, the RA, is banging on the door. I felt like that was a weird interaction between Joss and what's the character's name? Maurice's son.
1: I want to say Brian, and I think that's totally, totally wrong. I don't think that's Adam? Right. Adam? Adam? I don't know.
0: Maybe. But you know who I'm talking about. I know who you're talking Whenever about. Whenever he came out and was like, wait, we have bed bugs," And she's like, just check your mattresses. And he's like, well, here, can you help me? And she's like, no. I, I thought that was creepy. Yeah. Because I'm like, I thought we moved past that. I thought that we made him not creepy. Right. What if he's the hook? I feel, oh. Mm. <laughs> we just like stunned ourselves. That was such a good revelation. What Yo, if he really didn't? not he be after people that are friends with Joss not Trina? Because wasn't he mad that he wanted to hook up with Joss because he thought that she was like that since the video? Right. But the video was Trina's
1: quote at the time. Trina was the Trina one thought, was the to, one thought to be. Yeah. I don't
0: know. I'm I'm not, I can't go down this right now. That would be interesting if it was someone completely unexpected like that though.
1: Because he did go and wind up apologizing to her and said, I didn't realize what I right right which that's what i thought was weird change i
0: felt like this week i felt like this week it was trying to make it like oh they're back to just being like friendly or whatever they live in the same dorm hey it's fine but his come help me i don't know what bed bugs look like made it weird like why are you inviting me into your room and to be like on your bed by your bed like and mm -mm. it was the entire demeanor it wasn't
1: even necessarily that he was asking that like oh my gosh what do they and that's the thing if it's a legit Oh, my gosh. I don't even know what they look like. First of all, you all have cell phones. You all have yes.
0: Google. Yes. Google, Google, Google. Yes. So, yeah, I I just felt like the scene was wrong because I took it as they really were trying to make him just like he was being friendly. Like, oh, I hadn't mm-hmm. heard this before. What? But the whole way it was played out, it was like, oh, you just gave me the creeps. Yeah. I don't know. So I guess we'll see how that happens. Yes. And so then... they're having the RA like knock on the door though. Like she was just gonna walk in. Are they allowed to just walk in? I think if there's concern,
1: like I think if there's, but also if she's coming to a- approach Joss about the rumor of bed bugs, why would you go into it if there are bed bugs in there, right?
0: So I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. And the rumor of bed bugs was started by Joss, so I don't think that that's what she's coming to say to her. Oh, see, but- I did. I thought she was coming to
1: approach her about. Are you saying that you have bed bugs? Because I just heard that you did. What's oh, going okay. on? Okay, but why would she want to open the door if she's not there, right? Because then that just exposes her. To yeah, bed bugs. yeah. Very odd. All right, where to next? We could just finish out Anna. Okay. So that Agent Whitten is the U.S. Marshal, and he came to talk to Jordan about taking over her case. And she and Valentine had their special goodbye, and he said that he loved her, and she said "see you soon," both in French. Yes, We have a sweet. And she's like, "Listen, I appreciate that you want to be here, but Charlotte needs you, right?" And he's and just I don't think he was ever suspicious.
0: right, and I don't think he was ever ditching Charlotte. Right. Obviously not, but exactly. Yeah. And Sonny showed up, too, and was like, hey, I'm checking on you, but they're going to start questioning me, so I can't see you again. Right. And that made sense, too. Like, good job for thinking it through, Sonny. I wasn't really impressed with Agent whatever his name was, though. Jordan's like, you don't need to be here yet. I don't know why you're here. And he's like, I have jurisdiction on being here. And that was kind of and then eventually
1: he's like, but I'm here to help you, so that way it doesn't look like it's clouded because she's former police commissioner.
0: And that yeah, made sense. It did make sense, but he still seemed shady. I didn't like him not a fan yeah so he think, should have
1: just led with the hey by the way if you continue this investigation it's going to look suspicious yes. let us help you
0: that way it looks or is but i feel like he could have said it more as like i'll be your fact checker double checker whatever like yeah you do this and then be like that follows the line right okay cool and then move on the way he was speaking it was i'm gonna here now i'm gonna take over and that's just how it is and yeah no but
1: where's the drama and the between scenes? He didn't do that.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Way I guess
1: we could go to Holly and Robert and the deputy mayor flipping out on Holly, but then
0: also flipping out on Robert. And Laura walks in. That was right. So oh, good. I loved it. Well, if Laura feels like showing up ever again, then maybe she can make a decision. But well, I'm goodness. here now. I'm here.
1: <laughs> bye. I'm
0: bye, Aileen.
1: bye, bye, Eileen. Bye, bye, Eileen.
0: Was so. Good. Isn't I'm her here. name Eileen? Thank you. I think so. Okay, good. Yeah. I, some people, I just don't pay attention to their names because they're not that important. But they kept saying that And then, yeah, t- she was like, you could go, Holly, you could go talk to my husband and maybe he could hypnotize you and help you pull those memories. And she was like, no, 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 no. And then they're all like, wow, why are you freaking out? And then the assistant mayor was like, you're going to get our cover blown. Deputy mayor. Don't Deputy say- mayor. Sorry. Deputy mayor was... You're going to get us in trouble. Stop talking like that, blah, blah, blah. And I thought, no, I feel like it's more weird because she does seem so unsettled by whatever happened Right to be like,
1: yeah, let's jump right into that. So Laura said that line this week. It's nice to see that the rumors of your death were greatly exaggerated. Yeah. That was also something that Holly said, like you picked out, that was also said in the cartel. Yes. What is that piecing together? That I mean... Mm-hmm. I can see where that might be a common phrase, but to be said by both Laura. Oh, I love Laura and Robert. Yes. I think that we've talked about this before because I just, I'm watching them and I'm thinking, my goodness, you guys have 40 years right? of history together. Not, I mean, on the show, obviously, but like, what would it be like? If they can literally go back and pretty much watch their friendship. Yes. You know, so my husband was sitting here watching it and he goes, is that that Australian man? You know, the one that you've been watching because just watched all the cartel. Right. You know, the one with all the hair from the videos. <laughs> I'm like,
0: yes, that is Robert Scorpio, <laughs> Tristan Rogers. When I was on my girls weekend and I mentioned last week that one of the ladies mm-hmm. that was there had watched it before or whatever. She was asking questions about who we had interviewed and stuff. I referred to us talking to, like, did she watch the storyline back in the 90s of Robin and Stone, blah, blah, blah. And we got to talk to the actor that played Stone. And she asked about Robin. And I was like, no, we have not got to talk to Kimberly, blah, blah, blah. And she said that was Anna and Scorpio's daughter, right? And I was like, oh my gosh. You don't don't even know Max. She like knows no. I mean, she does know Mac now because she's watched but recently. But Mac would have
1: been who was taking care of Robin when Stone took place. Robert wasn't around. Right. But she knew.
0: She knew. Because that, she yes, had watched yes, it in the yes. very beginning. She knew Robert as Scorpio. And Mac Which they called
1: him this week. Yeah.
0: Somebody called him Scorpio this week. So I was very excited. Yeah. I think it was Laura called him Scorpio this week. Yes. Yeah. It was so cute just to be like, "Huh, you?" we had this whole conversation about... If you were from the beginning, you knew Scorpio as Robert, and then Matt came along. And if not, you differentiate Robert Scorpio or Max Scorpio. And she was like Scorpio. So yes, very cute. Well, I guess from there we could just go to Cody. <sighs> Britt should have been smarter. Yeah, that's my only. That's my only like line of all of this. She says to him moments before he gets the paternity test. Right. Well, if Max's not your dad, this necklace worth billions of dollars millions
1: it was 35 million in the 80s so here let's do a conversion what is let's do 1989 sure worth today maybe (laughs) five dollars 2.4 so hold on 2.4
0: 84 million dollars okay so very close to a billion Either way, whole lot of money. I was just kind of curious. Yes, yes. I kind of rounded up. I was thinking of that Powerball winner. So she says to him moments before he gets the results, yeah, if Mac's not your dad, this necklace worth so much freaking money, more than you've had in your entire life or even thought about, actually belongs to you, or at least a portion of it belongs to you. What do you think he's going to do? Right. Like, come on. You know that he was a con man. I'm sorry. Even the highest ethics person would have a problem turning down millions of dollars. I couldn't do that to another person. No. No. I couldn't do it to another person, but I would hesitate for a second. Like, in the end, I would tell the truth. But as I opened that letter, I would be like, do I want him to be my dad or do I want the millions of dollars? See, I wouldn't. I would just go, oh, go figure. No, I wouldn't lie about it. But heck, yeah, I'd be tempted. If people can find out the truth very quickly. Not with GH labs. No, I know, but, know. Still,
1: but still, I, felt- I don't think I would. I think my, here's the problem. My face would say it before. I true. even. Heard.
0: That is true. You were the worst. I'm liar very expressive
1: in the entire world. Um, I don't feel like I lie that much. Probably because
0: of that. <laughs> so. Yeah. Oh, oh, but it was right. You were right we were it's, right the this necklace is about is the, ice oh, the, necklace oh, is the ice princess okay i thought you were gonna say the paternity i was like we both knew that no no, no. The necklace was the yes. Ice princess yes four of the diamonds were from the ice princess yes See, without my notes i still remember four of them were from the ice princess so yeah cody tells mac no sorry you're not the father but then he opens up the letter later on and looks at it which i also thought was why are you doing that in the hospital? What if you knock it out of your hand or something? Come right. on. That says, yes, Mac is the father. I don't know the way that so- Felicia changed her tune. Like, Mac was like, hey, dude, let's still be friends. We could still get to know each other. I was really close with your they mom. So I sweet loved talking her. about Australia. Yeah. And... Felicia's like, what do you care anyway, since he's not your dad?
1: Well, no, because she was kind of giving pushback on you've been so adamant about not wanting to be.
0: Yeah, but I don't think she needed She was. That I nasty. think she thought
1: she was protecting Mac. Nope, I didn't like it. Did not like it. So I'm pretty sure that Cesar probably stole it from Leopold when Leopold died. I would assume so. Or at some so.
0: point. Yeah. So. I liked how clueless Sam... And Britt were about it, though. She was like, I- these diamonds, I don't know, some of them came out from the Ice Princess. And Britt's like, wait, what? And neither one of them just were like... "You know our podcast, girls. Oh, my gosh. Let me call up Mayor Collins and be like, hey, remember that diamond that you guys kept fighting over? Right. We have this necklace that has some. Can you give us the background? So this
1: is now connecting the cartel and the ca- Cassidines, though. You're welcome Ooh. for that idea. We're uh-huh. just going to say we gave it to you. Yeah. It's going to be interesting to see where that goes. I can't wait.
0: Adventure for the 60th anniversary. That's a nice song. Thanks. All right. So can we get on to the person that I hate now? I don't feel like there's a good transition there.
1: Yes, we can. Because Victor told, here's the transition. Victor told mm-hmm. Nina and Ava about Esme as Nina and Ava were at the Poor Charles Grill
0: getting slightly sloshed together. Yes. That was the end of everything, though. Yes. Earlier But in that the was day, a transition into talking <laughs> yes, about her. I'll talk about her. But I was so angry and we all know I don't like her but I was even more angry this week. Who are you to tell Michael that his wife or almost wife, baby mama, whatever, is having an affair with their friend when you have absolutely no proof whatsoever. And how does Sunny have the nerve to turn around and be like, "Oh no, she's just trying to protect Michael from this bad thing because we think that Willow's having an affair." No proof whatsoever. So it started
1: with, I actually, okay, I actually thought that outside of, I don't like how they got together. I thought that Nina and Sunny were cute on the bench together. Like she was kind of like all kissy and sweet and stuff. I thought that that was sweet, but then she even offered to step back if it was needed because of the hook situation, because the hook has been not active. And then she was like,
0: if you need me to step back okay while this all gets taken care of actions speak louder than words. That was nice until you got up and told Michael, Hey, by the way, I think that your baby mama is cheating on you with no proof. It's
1: not like she just went out of her way and told him though. Michael (gasps) was ridiculous. I'm going to slightly argue with you on this one because he was kind of crazy. It's a public park. They were just walking
0: through. But they did fine. They walked through. There was no confrontation. Nothing happened. Everything was great. And then Michael walked up on them saying, yeah, but we just can't tell Michael about this. If you heard someone having a conversation, we just can't tell Shannon about this, you would stop and be like, excuse Excuse me, me, what what can't you tell me about? So that's what started the confrontation. And then instead of just apologizing and being like, yeah, we shouldn't say anything about you, they were kind of, what was he to think? I get it. But I'm just saying
1: that it's not like out of nowhere that happened. Michael was, oh, Sonny said something about Michael. And I forget what it was, but it was like.
0: If Michael would have sought them out to yell at them for being at the park around Wiley with just the interaction that had happened, which was not an interaction. They walked past each other. I would say Michael was wrong. But Michael was not walking up to them to confront him. He was simply walking through the park. I'm assuming to figure out where the babysitter is or what's going on or whatever, and runs into them saying, we can't tell Michael. Of course, he's going to stop and say something. Yeah. But before that
1: is what I'm saying. He was over the top with get away because you're in a public place, just literally probably walking to your car. Like that's not their fault that
0: that's the path, the way the path goes. I agree. He didn't need to say anything, but I felt like everyone still pretty much stayed like she didn't get down and be like, oh, hey, Wiley, blah, blah, blah. She was just walking to the car or whatever. And so it was, it wasn't going to blow up into what it blew up into until Michael heard her say, right. just don't tell Michael. And then he's like, what are you talking about? And she accidentally lets it slip. Well, maybe you should confront your wife about why she's spending so much time with TJ. Like, mm-mm. she said, no
1: wonder Willow's looking somewhere else.
0: Yeah, I forget that's what it was. Yeah. Worse.
1: yeah. <laughs> that's it, even is. Worse. it is. It is. So but I'm sorry. Where did TJ even come from? That was totally random. That was kind of a really random. But here's, it, but like you said, it's a park. Random people can show that up. That is at the true. Park. Yeah. Okay. So their nanny is late, so therefore Michael now doesn't get to go to the doctor's appointment with Willow. You know what would be awesome? Why they didn't
0: ask TJ to watch Wiley? Oh, that—that's where I thought they were going to go.
1: Also, remember the, the hospital's supposed to have a daycare. It is. But maybe it's only for people who are scheduled on shift, not. But okay, I will go with that. But I would think that
0: a staff member needing to use it for their own doctor's appointment would be, especially acceptable. at an emergency. Even if it was like, "Hey, Joss will come pick him up. Can he stay here for 20 minutes till she gets here or right. something?" Yeah, I would have thought there was some other arrangement. But anyway, that was how Joss ended up watching Wiley, so that she was at the house, and that was how she stitched up Dex. Blah blah blah. But Nina accidentally that was not accidental you said it to set michael off so you she cannot... intentionally said that yes. yeah so saying 15 minutes before that oh if you need me to step back now is squashed because not only did you not step back you just added totally unnecessary and unfounded fuel to the fire and it was tj that was my favorite part whenever tj saw sunny and was like yeah you've where, known me for how long that? Exactly. And Sonny's like, ah, and he's like, no, you've known me for how long? And I would never say anything nasty about your situation right. because that's not my place. But I will tell you, it's pretty funny that Nina's saying crap like this that is totally not true. Mm-hmm. And, and for what? And how are you going to spin it that she's trying to protect Michael because it was completely unfounded? And exactly what he said was Nina doesn't care how much
1: trouble she's going to cause for you. Exactly. So, but then Michael walks in at the doctor's office with willow and tj hugging mm-hmm. and and he willow goes there. tells him that she has leukemia yeah and they go she finally tells him that she has leukemia and they go over the course of treatment she has now from her appointment been told that she is now stage four
0: so now she needs a bone marrow transplant because and that's how they're going to connect nina yes which i was surprised i mean i guess they just drag it out because they do but whenever nina came to apologize which was psh, whatever Willow responded and told her to drop dead, and I thought that she was going to walk in on the conversation and Mm. then feel even more awful about spreading rumors and find out the truth as to why she had been dealing with TJ all this time. And that then she was going to say, I'll even get tested. Like, let's patch this up. I'll even get tested. Yeah.
1: And they did the foreshadowing with Willow. I don't even know if I have any... Family members. Yeah. Right. Gee, I wonder who it could be. Right. I don't even know who my dad well, is. So, the thing is, though, is that when it comes out that Willow has leukemia, Carly is going to tell one of them. I think Carly is going to tell one of them. Yes. That, Or she's going to organize some kind of a drive for. Oh, that would be good. So well, I mean, that's what they did them. for Danny.
0: Yeah, let's do that. So, and then yeah. we don't have to disclose the information because I really don't want Willow to know Nina's mom
1: no she's going to find out that way because that's how sam found out that julian was her dad because of danny so it's gonna come out and that's just gonna
0: help be how it is i guess i just i yeah i really didn't like nina because it was totally out of place but i'm glad that will have finally told her yes him well yeah that's what i mean sorry that's told okay michael
1: and then i think the only other thing is cam and trina talking about spencer and he's like yeah if you want all this information you're you're gonna have to talk Go to him. see him. Yeah. So she did. And it ended with them looking at each other. Oh, googly eyes.
0: Yeah. There, that was a good. That was a good. That was a
1: like, not, a happy
0: cliffhanger, exactly. not a cliffhanger. Like, oh my gosh, but like, yay, finally you're here. Yes. So I was happy with that. Yep. Anything else? I think we got it all in depth. I think so too. <laughs> do do do. Reality check. So yeah, my reality check. It was kind of like a nice, boring week. I had a relaxing time on my girls' trip. I did nothing, which was great. And then got back to a normal week of all this stuff. Um, Friday, we drove up to Erie for Ryan to get a new car. So that was like Take fun. Take <laughs> Yes, exactly. Fun and exciting. But the rain was so awful. I feel like this was the worst weather I've ever driven through in my entire life. I kept replaying the um, Twister. No, the Pee Wee Herman scene was orange oh, because the it was so dark. Like before you got it back on the turnpike, it was so dark, and so uh, I just kept. My dad loved to make that joke. He would do it at Thanksgiving mm-hmm. whenever the adults weren't looking, and he would squeeze two olives so that the oh dear. would jump out, and then we would all laugh, and then we would get yelled at. I think I've told the story before. We'd get yelled at for making a fuss at Thanksgiving dinner, but really it was my dad's fault. So anyway, yeah. I had him in my head being like, it was a night just like tonight. Like, stop. I don't want to, like, I just have to (laughs) drive. So, but yeah, we made it home safe and now he has his shiny new car. So, yay. Yeah.
1: Cool. That's it. How about you? Mine was a little crazy. I'm pretty darn sure that one of our now former service providers, um, we actually have a legit HIPAA violation. So that's going to be fun. Yeah. I had all kinds of appointments for my daughter and she was having an evaluation done and about an hour and a half into it, the system crashed oh. and the doctor, and this is like a four hour long appointment. So yeah. I mean, it was like a whole day. It wasn't just yeah, a quick 10 minute appointment. Right. So we have to go back this week to finish it and everything. I think that that's really it kind of rushing today because we literally have five minutes before we have to talk with marcus coloma have to it's such a chore that we're going (laughs) to talk with marcus i'm so excited so yeah join us on thursday to hear our chat have a good week and we'll meet at the pier bye bye if you enjoyed today's show we invite you to go to pier54podcast.com to subscribe on your favorite platform don't forget to leave us a review